I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Two viewers already. Good morning, whoever you maniacs are. (laughs) You're up okay. early. Could could you're up? It could be yes. uh, could be Keith and Little Shirley. Well, so nice of them to stop by. They're we an integral s- part of the show, so they have no choice but to come. Yeah, we got to send a shout out to poor Little Shirley. Of course, of course. She's not she's not been feeling well. Oh no! Can't can't even pick on her. Oh, there we go. There's Patty. Good morning, Patty. <laughs> Patty Galoon Hansen is here. She is always here. How wonderful. She's, she's <laughs> all of our all of our people followed us to 8 a.m. <laughs> I didn't think that would happen. <laughs> you know, when uh when they used to like when they move Fantasy Island from like you know Thursdays to Sundays, they'd lose half their audience. <laughs> smiles, Fantasy. everyone, smiles. <laughs> Fantasy Island of all the shows you could have picked. <laughs> Did you watch Love Boat 2, you weirdo? Oh, well, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh, my God. You still sound like a kid. It was my Not dad's my fault. fault. My dad, Howard, loved that crap. He loved all like the Aaron Spelling entertainment. Howard was all over. Uh, he Don't blame Howard. What's Howard <laughs> have to say about the World Series? Who does he want to win? You don't even know. You don't talk to your dad. I talked to him last night. We were talking about uh, turkey issues. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. So... <laughs> I offered to help with the bird because, um, oh boy, I shouldn't say this on the air. (laughs) Oh yeah. What? Now now you can stop. All right. I'll stop. Wrong. Wrong. Does Howard always have Thanksgiving? Don't you ever do anything for that family? We had done that. We had actually, my, uh, my ex and I had, uh, uh, aggressively taken over the holiday about, uh, 10 years prior. Cause, um, well, it's just a difference in opinions on flavor. I think um, my my mother likes the bird to be a little more cooked. To, to the point where it's guitar picks. No, no, I didn't say that. It's fine. It's lovely. It's, it's a, so wonderful it's like, woman. <laughs> She's having some tooth problems right now, so I can't pick on my mother. Oh, you shouldn't um, anyway. Right. <laughs> Jeez. So. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, please. We're here five days a week. Tell me you're not going to pick on your mother one day this week. (laughs) They give us mics. We do with them what we want. (laughs) Not not my mother. (laughs) So there we are. Well, welcome, folks. I know you didn't hear the theme. I do have a little music to play in the background here just to kind of get us going. Here we are. Don't you have that? Don't you have that? thing that terry did for us for god's sake the bumper music no all of it's gone what <laughs> everything everything collapsed is it so gone this is the good? daily version of the jack hanky show there's going to be all kinds of technical problems <laughs> good thing we we met on friday to iron this out just like well, we planned we're here that's that was what we met about on friday can we make it are we going to be here <laughs> so we, we, we pulled that part off but things will get better as time goes on um 
the Jack Hankey Show is what this is. It's uh, about five minutes after the hour of eight o'clock, and uh, we are we're here, uh, Jack. You're stumbling, is what you're doing. Well, you know when. But all right, so it's the first Monday. It's the first day of November. So That's true. We are two thirds, at least. Yeah, two thirds. No more than that. Five six of the year is done. Yeah, who's stumbling? So were you eight, a fraction? Five minutes were you, after the hour. Were you a fractions guy? I never was. That. The only class I almost flunked in high school was geometry. Poor Ms. Gritzmacher had to had to uh, try and get me through figuring out how isosceles triangles and all that kind of shit. It was just, it was bad. It was bad. I hope you she use was, that uh, terminology fast too. No. <laughs> to show, to, I did to show my enthusiasm. Another pig slip for him. Off to the office, down the hall, trotting with his head down. Well, let's, or head up. Let's, let's get this back on track. Poor Shirley. Hope she's feeling better. I understand. Um, but I let her off the hook. She doesn't have to have a question for us today because she's been under the weather, but tomorrow right. she needs, she needs to come back, come at us. Hopefully you'll have the effing theme music tomorrow too. So it'll be like a real show. Working that would on. be nice. <laughs> you know, what's a beautiful thing about being Monday is <laughs> this is one of the collection days for Mr. Bob. So instead <laughs> of being a Friday, we say, Hey, Monday or Thursday tonight, tonight from four to 6 PM, 2360 Dakota drive in Grafton. Um, they, we they need your donations. Bring all kinds of fun winter stuff. Anything you have, they will find a home for it. Gently used. Go to the site, Mr. Bob's Under the Bridge dot org, and um, you can help. And it's a great, great organization, and they're doing great work. Absolutely. Um, next up, Java House. One of us is supporting the Java House, even you though I don't have a local long walk. It is from the library front door at the Java House. Oh my God! You need it after seeing you last night sweating and huffing and puffing. Doing all, you, all you're doing is holding a camera. Hey, we'll, we'll get to that holding pumpkin walk. You are you are the pumpkin pulse. walk. You 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 were the pumpkin walk. Actually, actually, I was the pumpkin walk. I was, I had an orange sure. jacket and an orange hat for the event. Um, but Java House, there is a rumor swirling about in this gusting, blustery wind that we're um, dealing with that the inside, the indoors of Java House may be reopening soon. So we have to stay tuned for that. What do you think of that? I think there's much rejoicing at Remax. <laughs> <laughs> Stir the pot. You just <laughs> hey, it's a morning show. Shock, shock, shock. You are an you idiot. Shock, shock, Um, Mel's. Well, first of all, support Javos. Great local business. Um, hopefully, you don't get stuck in the conversation with Lisa, but um, she will be on. I think we have a dearth of guests from uh, Tuesday to Thursday next awesome. week, and she could uh, fill in those three days nonstop. Excellent. Uh, without even taking a breath, <laughs> she'll just, like she'd be on all we'll, three days. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go off. We'll go off the air. Come back, and she'll still be talking. And she'll say, "Now, where were we? <laughs> Did you guys Any, have anything you want to add?" <laughs> anybody who has been cornered by Lisa knows what we're talking about. A lovely soul, absolutely. Uh, with with a motor mouth that she. Uh, you see the words coffee marm. <laughs> Marm, marm. Oh, I don't know if I can keep if I can keep the tab on how many old man old fart words you're going to use. If it's a, this is going to be five days a week, baby. Oh, marm. God. Um, so support Java House and all the other local businesses. Uh, Mel's. Did you see last week they got a huge donation? Chunk from, of change. Yeah. Yeah. From. Um, do you, do you like country music? I'm okay with it. You know, I like the classic stuff. Give me some Merle. Give me some, uh, give me some Porter Wagoner. <laughs> give me some, uh, you know, actually my favorite is Buck Owens. Buck is like tops, the tops of the line. You know, of course, and, you're the only person yeah. in the history of the world who has said that. Not even Mrs. Owens said that. And, about Buck. Well, he had five to choose from. So. Did he? I think so. No well, shortage. well, then he's coming up in my estimation. <laughs> Steve, the the best country artist of all time, Steve Earle. He's good. Has, has said it's good. He's good. 
he's fantastic. <laughs> right. He he, he uh, has had six wives and counting nice. so far. So and he's still a young man. So he's got he's got. Uh, he could double more, up. He's, he's got more. He's got more to give. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure all six. I feel like he has more to give. <laughs> They're probably after him for all of it too. <laughs> Attorneys feel that he has more to give. I'm sure. <laughs> so today is November first. It is National Calzone Day. Are you a calzone guy? You know. <laughs> I'm frequently, I, I am, but I never get a good one. Who who makes a good what do you mean? one? I know, well, if you are and you never get a good one, what do you, what do you, I like the idea. In theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dough, cheese, sauce crammed together into a blob. I'm all for it. Someone do it right though, for heaven's sake. <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've never had a calzone. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> it's almost, it sounds like a pasty. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza. Pa- it's a pizza. It's a pizza. pizza pasty. Pasty. <laughs> they had uh, there's a place oh, I can't think of. I can't believe it in, in Madison, right on the Capitol Square that has the best pasties I've ever had. And they yeah. had an Italian one. It was outstanding. The, uh, Italian sausage, melted cheese. Oh, that. And they had like beef stew in a pocket. That was. Oh, oh that'll I'm work. Getting, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so it's National Calzone Day and it's also also National Cinnamon Day. Oh, like, do you like cinnamon on everything? <laughs> I'll even put it on a calzone. <laughs> oh, oh. I had the best. I've kind of I'm off donuts. I've sworn them off. And last oh, week, God, I've lost you. Gary, Gar- <laughs> Gary Copeland from our coffee club in the morning sit, sits freezing outside. And Clatch. Of, uh, what is Clatch? What is that anyway? It's German I, I, for I, coffee I, club. Oh, I refuse to use it anyway. Um, <laughs> we we sit out there with uh, Mr. Little Shirley's Mr. Yeah. Keith the Town Crier. Jude, Jude and Sarlin Arlen. <laughs> it's like a band. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible Terry. Gary Copeland. Um, he brought donuts because he's about to, to leave for Arizona for the winter. He's, oh, he's sure. about to he's about to migrate, and he, I was like, ah, oh, no, no, I'm gonna. But he had three boxes of donuts, and he's like, "Come on, you got." So I, I said, "Oh, I'll suffer." So Mar- <laughs> and I was looking at Margo goes, "Dad, there's a cake donut here, oh. and those are my. I, uh, I am a cake weakness. cake donut. Oh, and it was sitting. I snatched it right out of right before she she was going for it. And I snatched it right out of the box. <laughs> you kick if you kick the uh, Achilles tendon, <laughs> just as she's going for it, she'll go sideways and get the donut. To use a Maggie Dobson term, I plucked it. I plucked <laughs> it. I plucked, I plucked it out of the box, <laughs> and it was. It was so good. I was, was just so saying, you're having a moment there. I, it was, it was, it was from. It was from. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind are we talking? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're not in Arizona. Whoever the hell you were. <laughs> the local Piggly Wiggly, the bakery is just. They do a good job over there. I like their donuts. On your your straight up donuts. I mean, there are a lot of places. We have great bakeries here in town. Um, I I still see them lining up on Saturday mornings for uh, that Molly's or whatever. Yeah. 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 I haven't tried them yet. I'd like to. Uh, They don't have any cake. (laughs) Well, they don't have any left. (laughs) Yeah. You have to get there early. (laughs) Oh, but that cinnamon donut was so good. It was, it was effing orgasmic for sure. It was. (laughs) I I might switch to uh, hot chocolate bombs. Oh, we, we met we'll one get of those to that. last night. We'll, we'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> Did you see the size of that thing? That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh my! Hey, um, hey, we should uh, wait, snap. No, I mean, wait, can, no, no, okay. no, no. I got one more. All right. In addition to Calzone Day and Cinnamon Day, this guy'd be like a triple. This is like the food pyramid. <laughs> It is also deep fried clams day. <laughs> so if you had all three of those things, <laughs> if you had, I hope it's also if, National Defibrillator Day. <laughs> if you had a calzone stuff with cinnamon and deep fried clams, you'd have the you'd have the trilogy. You'd there have it all go. taken care of. <laughs> trilogy. You wouldn't have to the go trifecta. no more. <laughs> the trifecta. Okay, I oh, thought you were gosh. supposed to start with some news or something. I got it. I got it right here. Look at that. I'll print it out there. Oh, oh, I can wiggle it. There you go. National news. You use paper. You prehistoric. Ape. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. 
Here we go. So, Top of the news on the Jack Henke show here. It's uh, 14 past the hour and oh, usually God, we do this don't. at 8.05. <laughs> so we're right on time. I like that. So, of course, because it's me, we're going to talk about movie news. Top of the line. Uh, we'll talk about could, the uh, weekend you, box office. Wait, wait. Could yeah. you talk any faster, please? I, well, I'm going to actually go even faster than this because I, I, know, understanding. I know I've got a gun to my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm understanding every third word. Could you, could, you, could you please speed it up? That's um, that's traditional newsreader approach. Actually, that a loud boy. Third word. No, no, I gotta go, 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 man. I've been sitting on this since five this morning. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, make sure you flush. <laughs> anyway, ah, uh, it's a big Dune week again. Denis Villeneuve, your favorite guy, uh, took Dune to the uh, top of the charts at uh, fifteen million dollars this weekend, which was down sixty-two percent from last weekend. But I was going to say that doesn't, that doesn't sound like much. What what have movies been doing since the pandemic? What's good about now? that? Really? <laughs> so, yeah, the box office has been uh, pretty well tanked. But uh, next week is a major challenge from uh, a new Marvel movie called Eternals. So we'll see how that goes, which is directed by the Academy Award direct, uh, winning Chloe Zhao, who did uh, Nomadland, which won the Best Picture. That's her. So they actually brought in an Academy Award winner to do a Marvel movie, which is kind really of a, kind of a coup. How, how many have you missed a Marvel movie? Oh, a bunch. <laughs> I'm, I'm way behind, but I'm actually going in order, but I'm I'm currently living in 2000, uh, 2014, I think. I think I, I'm stalled at Age of Ultron, so that's going way back, but I'll get there. You know, take your time. You can't rush these things. Um, <laughs> number two was Halloween Kills, which was not a surprise. I figured it'd be number one being the weekend that it was. Uh, doing very well still with $8.5 million uh, total net right now of $85 million, which I think the movie was made for $20 million, so I'd call that a big win. They brought Jamie Lee back for that, didn't they? They did. They have a prior one, too, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Michael Myers can't be killed, and clearly neither can Jamie Lee. <laughs> so, um, wow. Uh, screen, scream Queen Extraordinaire. No Time to Die. Also dropped a little bit down to number three. Uh, uh, brought in hey, How's that million. doing? Did you see that? Okay, 133 million total. Uh, that thing is going to have a uh, struggle, I think, to make its budget back because that's been sitting on the shelf for a year and some change because of the pandemic. Um, but maybe coming to the Rivoli next week will help. <laughs> it is does, it? Uh, yeah, it's making its way to the Rivoli next week. So, oh, a couple new movies uh, popped in uh, last night in Soho from uh, Edgar Wright, one of my favorite directors, actually, in a movie called oh, Antlers. Ed- so, what's that? Edgar Wright. Yeah, he did Shaun of the Dead and. Uh, the hot, what was that called? The hot spot, hot, hot stuff, something like that. And uh, uh, Wes Anderson's new movie, The French Dispatch, cracked the top 10, 2.7 million, which is pretty good for an art house film. Looking forward to seeing that. So check it out when you get a chance. Uh, top 10 films across the board. Okay, my notes are backwards and sideways. So that is okay. Ron's Gone Wrong is in there too at number eight, just so you know. What? <laughs> what Ron's Gone Wrong. It's a kid's uh, animated thing oh. about an app that. Uh, Takes off a lot of life of its own. I believe there's some Happy Meals. Didn't you get one? <laughs> Did you get the Ron? Ron's gone wrong. Happy Meal yet? <laughs> a Happy Meal. Yeah. That bring, oh, can we finally do my McDonald's story? Not just yet. Oh. Uh, President Joe Biden <laughs> wrapped up his time at the G20 summit on Sunday, trying to convince Americans and everyone else uh, that he's got he's got things under he's control. He's got a brain. <laughs> um, <clears throat> He uh, needled uh, Russia, China, and Saudi Arabia while he, while he was trying to make us all feel good, saying they're not doing enough uh, to deal with the ex- existential threat of climate change. He needled them. He did give them some good needling, yes. And we know that Vladimir and <laughs> all those guys love a good needling from time right. to time. And was Vladimir concerned about, I doubt he's concerned environment? about climate change. The only no, environment I don't he- think that's real high on his list. Uh, <laughs> no, you know. no. I think sure he instructs the KGB. He says, you know, if you see climate change, kill it. <laughs> Is there still a KGB? Oh, I would. I'm sure they're probably tuned in right now. Guys, we're I good. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Joe's got. Uh, I call him Joe. Uh, Nine hundred billion planned for renewable energy, and Congress will vote on it this coming week. That should that should go well. Um, it always does. They, they're so agreeable and productive. Got some supply chain issues still. He plans to make the ports run better and tamp down inflation. I'm not sure How's if that's part do of that, that? $900 billion. What, 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 What's the plan for that? Didn't come up in my notes here. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Lack of specifics from a politician. Wow. <laughs> We're going to tamp down on it. 
However, I do like this for workers. He says he's building an economy with pay raises. So, um, Linda, oh, if Linda, if you're listening, I'm right here in the radio room. <laughs> you know where to find me. Um, how many? How many actual jobs has that guy ever had? Joe. Yeah. I mean, out of politics. Yeah. Oh no no he's he's a political that's why that's why I'm glad where he's at I mean if you want someone who's you know you want someone who's experienced on the job so you hire someone who has the most experience. Joe has the most political experience he has experience all right but he has he he, he is going to build an economy with pay raises and he's never been in private business did I just Are you opining? That? We don't opine here <laughs> I'm not I'm not opining I'm I'm merely I'm merely bringing up the folly of that statement and, well, and i'm i i'm associated I, press made it i'm not sure if he, <laughs> he's taking it out of the <laughs> AP, uh, that, right that, that never happens never never i like the line he said to his fellow g20 leaders this was his sopranos moment he said they know me i know them we get things done together did he, did he then turn on his heel and walk off while people are shooting questions at the great, back of his head? That's a great sign-off line. Come on. That's the line you want to turn on. Has he, has he taken any questions lately? So he had like three or four He's done a couple of press conferences, I think. Yeah, well, He does no, good he, in those. He runs those. No, I, he, I like how he runs those things. Wait, he, he doesn't take any questions. He has a press conference. He, he gives a statement, and then he turns in his heels and runs behind the curtain. <laughs> For God's sakes, you like well, how he he'll, he'll go toe to toe every now and then with a the journalist, which is fun. He'll just be like, come on, man. What do you what <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? And then the next day he says, yeah, I may have been a little harsh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I live for that. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, White House shenanigans, uh, sadly, our press secretary, Jen Psaki, said Sunday she has contracted COVID-19 and is experiencing mild symptoms. She's young, so I'm sure she'll do okay with that and already vaccinated. 42 years old, she was last in contact with President Joe Biden on Tuesday, which um, said, and she said she was more than three, six feet apart and wearing masks. Biden, who is tested frequently, hourly, I hear, uh, actually was last or tested negative. Yes, <laughs> on Saturday, <laughs> according to the White House. Um, Jen Psaki did not accompany Biden on his trip abroad to Rome this weekend and for the G20 meeting. So she was not there to hear the great line. Hey, we get things done together. Did, so she probably got there. that. He probably stole that from the Pope. Did he did he kiss the ring when he was over there? Oh, those two got on famously. Did the, they? Uh, Pope and, oh, yeah, they were. They uh, I guess the papal visit was supposed to be like 20 minutes and spent, they spent 90 minutes together. I think we got it. I think they went and got a calzone. <laughs> a deep fried clam, clam cinnamon deep calzone. Fried Absolutely. <laughs> and our final story of the day. Uh, this is a good one. There's some fish. There's a fish dust up going on. There's people are firing fish sticks at each other. Apparently, fish sticks. Hold it. Hold that thought. Okay. When is the last time? You or anyone in your family's had a fish stick. <laughs> it's been too long. I was thinking about that the other day, and I kind of miss them. <laughs> a fish stick, man. I, I, I don't think I exposed my children <laughs> to the horrors of fish, of fish sticks. Where it seemed to me every, every time I turned around when I was a kid, it seemed like someone's trying to jam a fish stick down their throat. <laughs> and, and say, <laughs> who, who thought that putting fish in stick form was a good idea? <laughs> Gordon's, yeah. But, but, yeah. Fish, a fish stick. I mean, if you think, of, you know, it might as well be a fish blob. Something really sounds really. Good. A fish. We stick. don't stick any other food. It's not like not, steak sticks. Not, not fish fillet. You know. Well, they come naturally out of the water. They come naturally out of the water and stick form, well, as you know. So, the, of course, no like a tampering after the fact. Well, a, uh, speaking of fish, uh, French President Emmanuel Macron. And uh, our our friend Boris Johnson in uh, in the UK, um, <laughs> they stuck to their rival position Sunday in their country's post Brexit dispute over fishing in the English Channel, with the French maintaining its threat to impose sanctions, fish stick sanctions, starting Tuesday that could include a blockade of British boats. This is a fish war. I love this. Uh, the two leaders held a thirty minute fish meeting. <laughs> It does not say clams. that. It does <laughs> no, it not say that. I'm adding, I'm adding a little bit of Jack Henke show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, writers lee- embellishment here. A little leeway. Um, yes, uh, they, they were at the group of the G20 meeting. Everyone was there. Why weren't we there? Um, <laughs> so it was in Rome. 
And they each address the escalating tensions over the granting of fishing licenses. Licenses. These are like a bunch of guys here in like you know Port Washington and you know. Soft Do you have the permission for the fishing? Your licenses. Your fish papers, please. Put clues on that one. Do you have a room? Oh my! That is so, not my dog. Macron said, "I don't want any escalation, but we must take things seriously." My wish. He did not say that. <laughs> he did. We must take things. <laughs> we must take things seriously. <laughs> yes. They want us to take this seriously. That's right. <laughs> he that in quote. Did he say like seriously? This is my did favorite he say, part. He said like. My wish is not to go toward <laughs> retaliation measures. <laughs> it's rather to find an agreement. <laughs> retaliation measures. They're going to... <laughs> my wish. My fi- he should have said my, my fish wish. My fish wish, yes. Uh, so this is where it gets serious. Oh, oh good. Oh, 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 good. He gets serious. He can leave it to Boris Johnson to bring this serious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The He's like, let me... Let me move my sheepdog hair. Yes, can, uh, <laughs> wow, we're gonna win. <laughs> the Jack Hanky show doing the news daily is a very bad idea, by the way. As you can see, we're doing this in traditional. <laughs> you know, I learned everything from Jerry Taft. That's why I say delivery. <laughs> hey, I guess he was kind of creepy, I guess. Who, Jerry? Towards, yeah, towards uh, young women interns. Not that I'm one to spread any rumors, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish the fish here. Then we'll get to Mr. Tab. So Francis threatened to buy British boats from some of its port and tighten checks on boats and trucks carrying UK goods if more French vessels aren't licensed to fish in UK waters by Tuesday. Did that sentence make any sense to you whatsoever? It's like, yeah, we want our boats in your waters so we can put our boats in your water. <laughs> anyway, this should all work out real well. Macron said he invited Johnson to work out a methodology for granting more fishing licenses to French ships. Maybe just getting a printer. <laughs> just print out more licenses. I don't know. That's my thought. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a schmuck in doing a radio show. <laughs> That's the news here on the Jack Hank. Wait show. a minute. Wait a minute. You are informed. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You can't tell me there's a story including Boris Johnson and he didn't have a quote in it. Do I have a Johnson quote here? There's got to be a Johnson quote. I think McCrone said he's going to cut off his Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's the single Boris Johnson quote here. Wait a minute. There's a back page here. Maybe I missed one. No, it's all Macron. He's the only one shooting his mouth off. Johnson just sounds like his mouth off. Well, he talked with his mouthful. He had deep fried. I want to know if, if deep, the deep fried clam supply will be affected by this. <laughs> might be. Might be. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's all the news that's fit to print. You are so up to date now. Thank you know. And we need to get an underwriter for the news every day. Who wants to do it? Come on. Must us, uh, after after that sterling delivery, I can't. Imagine that they aren't lining up. As- <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're going for the Murrow Award. <laughs> well, on Thursday, we're going to have our local intrepid underground reporter, Lisa Curtis. Lisa Curtis, yes. Our, Don't miss her. She, she's got all the juice. I can't wait to pepper her with questions about the. Uh, oh, she's awesome. The, the school board. Oh yeah, she's got she's got to be uh, up to it, <laughs> up to hearing it over in Mequon <laughs> Beansville. Um, isn't uh, the actual this week? Is I think the actual final I election. Hope so yeah, if, yeah. If I, if I um, see one more uh, editorial page with nothing but people editorializing <laughs> the different sides of that. That is just a what a disaster. It is a disaster. <laughs> it's just a mess. It's, oh man! But and you know. it turns out the the biggest backer is some millionaire in Illinois. It's not even. Was oh, it really? Yeah, uh, it's oh some my. some big shot. Yeah, it's not you even. Have him on the show. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure he's. I'm sure he's listening. Hey, million millionaire in Illinois. <laughs> hey, we need more Illinois millionaires on the show. But um, you, you think we got a trouble here in Ontario, Canada? Mm-hmm. They have a they have a real school controversy going on. <laughs> fish sticks in the fish sticks in the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Ontario, they are. I got this through my ministerial newsletter. <laughs> the Universal Life Church. Can you get fired for being too metal? 
a group of parents want to find out and are petitioning, petitioning to remove their children's high school principal because she is reportedly a fan of the metal band Iron Maiden. Well, for one thing, she's obviously an oldies fan. So, <laughs> I mean, there's that. <laughs> a group of Ontario parents petitioned to have Sharon Burns removed from her role as principal at Eden High School. I guess it's not the Garden of Eden. There's a little trouble there. I suppose not. <laughs> are, are, arguing that her love of metal and throwing up devil horns with her fingers <laughs> visible on her Instagram page represents what? a safe represents a satanic threat to the souls of her chil- of their children <laughs> is this a is this a parochial school may i ask right off the bat parochial <laughs> yeah yep yeah oh, it is well, okay. saint Catherine. we All are right. deeply we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic practices on her public social media platforms read a petition put together by concerned parents of saint Catharines in ontario <laughs> Our school is based on inclusion and openly displaying satanic symbols that directly goes against the principles of the vast majority of families who represent the school is not inclusive. The satanic symbols in question appear to be on Mrs. Burns' Instagram, including her making of the metal gesture with her fingers, as well as a handmade 666 sign. <laughs> a recent addendum to the petition claims the grievance lay only in the 666 sign and that Mrs. Burns' taste in music has nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Um, students students at the school, however, disagree. What a surprise. They started their own petition titled We Need Mrs. Burns, where they say that the initial parent petition was about, was about judging Mrs. Burns for liking the band Iron Maiden. That's it. So far, the kids are winning. Her students say that Mrs. Burns spreads nothing but love and kindness, which can also get you into trouble if you're uh, in the school, uh, and is probably one of the best and most enthusiastic principals the school has ever had. The counter petition has some 5,000 signatures and counting. So that's social media. It can do you in. Oh, it can. That's why uh, I go about it. This show is about as far as I go into it. <laughs> um, well, you, you do some pretty satanic things. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm better now. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm my movie now. collection. <laughs> so, so you're Jewish. By the way, I looked up 666 because I was curious. Um, and if you look it up in Wikipedia, the first entry for it is... The, yeah, of course. But, the, you know, the most distinguishing feature of 666, according to Wikipedia, is that it's the number after 665 and before 667. That's its most that's its most distinguishing feature. And the no. 666 devil thing mostly comes from movies. <laughs> it's not something that actually is an actual thing. So, you know, um, I don't know. It's interesting. Well, she should well, she should have thrown up a 667 sign just to be like, I'm one. I'm one better. <laughs> One better than most devils. <laughs> than most devils. So we've had some big events here in Cedarburg. We've had a lot of satanic symbols last night. Yeah, we did. Yes, <laughs> we sure did. We talked to, we, we saw actual vampires. We were at. That was interesting. We were at the, the annual pumpkin walk in Cedarburg. It's always as Maggie Dobson, our fearless leader of the Chamber of Commerce, um, plucky thing that she is, said that, uh, <laughs> It's always on Halloween night, and people are still confused by that. Why do you have it on a Sunday? Well, it's Halloween. Why, why do you have it on a Monday? Well, uh, it's Halloween. <laughs> she always has get, an answer for that one. <laughs> can, can, he get it? can he get that straight? Um, but describe the scene, Bulldog. You were there. You were holding the camera. You well, my the face lens. was buried in a viewfinder, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, we took uh, a lot of video last night, quite a bit, and uh, just kind of uh, moseying around town and uh, finding victim uh, people to talk to and talking talking to the revelers. Yeah, it was a fun night. That was a that was actually that was very crowded. <laughs> that was, was a very big scene. Yeah, and um, Maggie said, you know, some people want the street clothes like for other festivals, and it's you know that's a whole nother yeah. Wasp nest, hornet's nest, whatever the hell you want to call it. Right, right. But you know, with cars driving around and all those little squirts, I mean, yeah. it was it was as crowded as you could get. In some points, not all, not all the way, but right. at some points, like down at Washington and Columbia, yeah. where they meet. I mean, there was a bottleneck there. What about that, um, Mrs. 
Mr. Frog's tea party that oh, that was amazing. Dorian, it, yeah, when I mean, are you gonna? It, good lord, <laughs> she learned how to weld. The woman who put it she said she put she by YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yes. She said I have a new respect for welders. Doreen, she's wonderful. She she welded the pieces together herself. She put two months into this. Unbelievable. Thing. They had the he had the um had the storybook projected on one side of the uh, lot, and then just all this great artwork and all the representations of this book. I don't, I mean, I, I uh, I've never, <laughs> never seen anything like that. Actually, it was, it was very cool. And as a library uh, radio station and library, whatever, I was like, this is a celebration of a picture book. This is awesome. So, yeah, it was, she had the table set. I mean, there was this long banquet table set out yeah. in front and she's not connected to ballet. I don't think, I think maybe she owns the building or something. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it was so cool. Um, it was set up perfectly for her because they always have that little area in front of Bellelay, that yeah. building. That's perfect for her thing. But I can't imagine uh, the amount of planning and time it took. You know, we're, we'd be like the night before. Shit, let's get something out there. You know, <laughs> right. but here, here she is, two months. So imagine how long she had to think about it, even prior to getting to that two month yeah. intense to plan. You're starting in basically in August, just to wake up one morning in August and say, "Well, here we go." Yeah. <laughs> Let's start welding. <laughs> Where's and, somebody get me my phone and YouTube? <laughs> yeah. And we met um, Pam Helf, who is, uh, she is the, one of the big wigs at the Cedarburg Art Museum. Um, they, they had a great thing. It was so cool um, with witches handing out uh, yeah. candy, but then they had the vampires who were the original <laughs> owners of the building nice sitting <laughs> in the front window. And the, the funniest thing <laughs> Was the guy had the skeleton of a skeleton pet dog on a, a skeleton dog on it, and he was scratching it. It was hilarious. <laughs> Every talk about they did not break get, character once. I'll have you know. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, were full on vampires. Getting the, getting it right down to the detail that was beautiful. Was great. And then Pam's going to be joining us um, as they get closer to the release of their having a, a art history book, Art yeah. of Wisconsin, a thirteen thousand year covering a thirteen thousand year period. You, and they're going to have that thousand year period. Oh my God. This is going to yeah. be the, well, didn't the you all listen to the interview. I no, I was trying to, uh, what <laughs> my, my fa- I was trying to get my fingers unclamped off the camera. It was enthralling. Yeah. Um, but she, and uh, so she'll be on to talk about that. And she's married to the biggest ghoul there is. He was there. Robert health who, yeah. who does the, has gained some measure of local famous guy who does the paintings that are auctioned off every year uh, that raise so much money for the Cedarburg foundation. Mm-hmm. He, he's done them. And he said he's going to do one uh, for um, a Thanksgiving themed one for the coming year to shake it up. Cause he's right had on. some really nice patriotic ones and like uh, just really cool stuff. He's really a talented portrait. He's kind of a pain in the ass as a person, but um, <laughs> he is very talented. Artist. No Boris Johnson, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's taller. Health. Know that name? Didn't we have an entertainer named Health on the show? Uh, are they related? To Allison. Him? Yeah. Allison, his daughter. She was um, on yeah. the uh, Summer Sound stage. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She's very talented. No, she's rock. doing these. I haven't heard from her in a while. She have her on the well, show. <laughs> what's a fine time? You know, take a note, put it down. Don't just. It's an, oh God. <laughs> Here we are in the li- I go to a meeting with Bulldog in the library. Look what I got though, huh? Right here, baby. Yeah. Oh, you got one. I got one. People. One of those. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's even charged. It is charged. I go, yes. I, I, I go to and a I was meeting with Bulldog and I said, I lost my pen. Do you have anything wrong with you? Scrounges around the entire <laughs> conference room. <laughs> And he comes up with one of those little pencils that they give you on the, the golf, golf course. Yeah, the golf course pencil. Yes. <laughs> it was insanity. We have to save money here. <laughs> we are oh. we have good stewards of taxpayer money. Oh, you are We're not just terrible. throwing around pens. We have golf pencils. <laughs> oh, that's speaking of which, this is supposed to be a show about the library. Oh, what, well, what, yeah, what do you have to say about them? About them? Uh, nothing com- until tomorrow. <laughs> what? Yeah, tomorrow. Do you have the commercial? What's that? I thought you had a commercial for the, the, the bookstore there. I do tomorrow, yes. Oh, everything's tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm tomorrow. tomorrow. Hey, all I had one goal today. You could have been great today. Today could have been the great day, but you chose tomorrow. My um, one goal today was to push on <laughs> and see if we can make it. We made it. <laughs> I feel like a rousing success. <laughs> what, what about the scary Bloody Mary deal? Is that tomorrow, too? Ah, uh, we should push that off to 
Wednesday probably because that's actually a little longer. It's about a 10-minute clip, and I want to show the whole thing. So You, you said you were going to put it on today. You told me. I, I would never commit to any. Uh, have I ever committed to, besides being committed, working with you? Have I ever committed to anything? No, nothing you stuck with. <laughs> under promise, over deliver. <laughs> with emphasis on the under promise part. <laughs> I think you got that wrong. It's over promise and under deliver is, oh, is your mantra. <laughs> you know, uh, we had to do uh, costumes. Yeah, I'll talk about the library. We had to do costumes on uh, Friday and we had a lot of interesting ones. I uh, I have one piece of my costume from Friday left. My first ascot. <laughs> I went as Fred from Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'll have to get some pictures on Fred. tomorrow. Yeah, I decided oh, the most milk toast of all of the Scooby Dooites. <laughs> I was gonna say of the lamest character you could. You you kind of remind me of Velma. Well. We had a Velma. I couldn't go with Velma. We already had a Velma. <laughs> with your glasses? My coworker, I know. My coworker, Sarah, uh, was doing Velma. That was great. But what? no, I, uh, you know, as Fred, though, in theory, I should uh, be getting pretty lucky with Daphne, as far as I can tell. But that's, uh, we didn't cover that in the cartoon too much. But Fred, you know. Freddy is dull, for God's sakes. Who is Scooby? Who, I, we did not have a Scooby in house. How can you have a Scooby thing and not have Scooby? You should have been Scooby. I could have brought Freddy. easily, I guess. He's a little black and white eight pounder, <laughs> but he's just as terrified. That's for sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're over here. What about Shaggy? Who is Shaggy? Well, we were hoping you were going to stop by. <laughs> you didn't have a Shaggy? We figured when you got off the plane from you wherever you were at. <laughs> you, you didn't have a Shaggy. You had a choice between Shaggy and Freddy, and you chose Freddy. I do. He was, uh, you know, he's. He's the manager of the mystery machine. And, you know, I think he gets the all manager. the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, all that is, they're all drawn. Of all, of, of all the lame things you've ever said to me, that might top it. <laughs> Get, getting back to the pumpkin walk. Yes. It was it was a, a crazy good night. Um, it was went from five till nine last night, which was. That's a. And, and it was a session. <laughs> it is. We got to meet uh, Sue Felder and, and her husband, Bob, from the uh, Lakeside Cookie Company. And that was quite a was cool great. stop. What a cool now, place they got. Talk about the chocolate bombs. <laughs> we got, we got to get say? some of those. Yeah, we, got to, um, we, got to, we have to do an on-air demonstration of that. I think you're absolutely right. These are, um, I've seen some before. Uh, I've seen them for sale in stores, you know, but those, those are like 4th of July compared to like, you know, U.S. military grade munitions here. These guys, these bombs were huge. Well, well what are they? Describe them. In so your apparently it's almost like a chocolate bar that's hollowed out and they fill it with everything you would want in your cup of hot chocolate, be it um, marshmallows or s'mores. Or, s'mores, sure. And, yeah, they had like seven different varieties. Yeah, absolutely. So you pour some hot water over them and what they do is they basically go off <laughs> and fill your cup with it's it's instant hot chocolate basically, but not like the powdered crap you buy in the store, like Swiss Miss. This is like deep, you know, black belt <laughs> level hot black, chocolate. Black belt chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, but if size matters, and I hear it does, um, oh my god, that was a <laughs> these were huge. I don't have any mugs that could contain the bomb that they're selling. I have to go shopping for mugs before I buy one. What do they? I, do you have to bring your own mug? I should. We should find that out. Find well, I don't out. think you. I don't think you um, detonate them in store. I think you take them what? home. And, no, you detonate them at home. I want them on the spot. <laughs> you have to have a little patience, sir. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm learning that terrorist that you are. I want the bomb to go off now. <laughs> no, when you get home, <laughs> blow it up, blow it up. <laughs> but um, Sue and Bob also do the Mel's Charities cookies. So yes. they're big Delicious. time involved with them. Yes. And they <laughs> do a great job with those. Yeah. And they also do. Um, what happened? <laughs> I'm getting the other Jack. Oh, there they are. Very good. You haven't eaten that yet. You know where to find me. It's artwork. <laughs> I don't want to destroy it. <laughs> I destroyed mine within minutes. Well, see, you're the one telling me to have patience. And you're, you didn't even <laughs> save your Mel's. Let's see. I'll see if it's any good yet. Oh, it looks good. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's a certain amount of freshness there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sealed. So you won't do cake donuts, but you're okay with Mel's cookies. All right. Fine with me. For charity. All right. <laughs> Very good. Yes. If Mel had donuts, I'd be all over them. All right. Mel, did you get that? Yes. And um, Lakeside Cookie also supplies um, cookies to some of the cookies to Java House. Yes. Which is 
ties all. It's just a big, beautiful world all tied Wonder, together. Wonder Weeza, who uh, I saw last night as we were out, someone someone clocked me as I was passing. And I knew right away. I was just like, that's Joe. I just I'm like the only person who will clock me on the street is Joe. And uh, she, for her birthday, her kids got it, went to the lakeside place and got her uh, 007. She's a big Sean Connery fan. Big Sean Connery fan. Um, more so the old, the, the, the Sean of Goldfinger, not current Sean. You <laughs> no, mean the corpse? Yes. So, I hope so. Prior to his passing, I used to love to make fun, fun of I don't say, you know, because she, she was so uh, infatuated with him. And so I really, I, yeah, I'd walk up to her and say, Jillian, can you get me my tea? Uh, oh, <laughs> and then she'd hit me. Um, so, you know. Deservedly uh, so. Yes. But she got these great, the lakes, I made these amazing, uh, um, Sean Connery. I mean, they actually, I think they actually put Sean Connery's face on a cookie, and it looked exactly like him. So that was very impressive. <laughs> and very impressive. They they were yeah they were um, making cotton candy yes. last night <laughs> and giving that. it away. The big machine lined up. They had things. Kids lined up around the block for cotton candy. You know what they're doing over there. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably the most yeah. exciting thing to show up in the. <laughs> And what they've done to that space when that space was empty, it, it was not all that great. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was just empty and had been used. Nothing's wrong with the building, but yeah, yeah. But what they did with it is spectacular inside as well. Amazing. Well, and half of it looks like obviously is their, you know, production area and their kitchen area, which that was that's cool to have that exposed. You can actually see what they're doing there. I, oh, that's a that's a great idea. And um, yeah, I hope they. I hope to make a billion dollars. <laughs> well, they just, um, she said it, they just passed their first anniversary. Mid-October last year is when they started. Yeah. yeah. And so they jumped in at a very uncertain time. They did. And, uh, they're making it happen. That's great. You know, yeah. very creative, very energetic. Nice. I can see why, you know. It's a husband-wife like team, too. Yeah. I mean, that's. Uh... <laughs> That's, I give him all the props for being able to pull that off. <laughs> yeah, we both went, huh? Really? <laughs> um, yeah. So it was it was a great night. Any anything else stand out to you about the pumpkin walk? You know, it was cool to see uh, John Ar- Armbruster out there. He uh, he talked about taking one for the team. He was all uh, he was he's kind of, he's all booted up. <laughs> he had some kind of ankle uh, issue there. It looked like. Uh, Surgery, but that did not keep him home. He was nope. there doling out candy and uh, maybe doling out diamonds. I don't know. I didn't see what was in his bag. It was, it was funny. We said what promotions he got up for coming up for Christmas. He goes, I think we'll do what we do every year. I go, well, <laughs> it's only worked for 130 years. Right. Uh, yeah, he was funny. And then uh, that the very nice lady who was the Cedarburg Toy Company. Or oh, toy yeah. Toy that's place. a great they, business. They, I mean, yeah. that's a Again, one of those great success stories that uh, they started. They were in that little strip, you know, where the distillery is now. They started there and then they moved over to their current location. And I mean, just, you know, they started in the building. The the store that they had was very small. It was just this little, you know, but they were, um, you know, supercharged. Can, can you, you walk, finish one sentence? Well, when you walk in, it's here. like it was just it, it's uh, this amazing success story that blows my mind because from what from where they started into what they've become is such a huge uh you know curve it's it's amazing i mean it's it's great look it's exactly the type of small town toy shop you would want <laughs> in a town like this you know so they pulled it off and it's it's right next to a chocolate place and a candy place i mean talk about <laughs> kids heaven right yeah. row boom 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 right, <laughs> right there absolutely chocolate factory is not too far away either so that helps too yeah so, ice cream Chocolate toys. <laughs> Start at the toy stores. You don't get the ice cream and chocolate all over everything in the toy store, please. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, the bars were doing a bang up business. That was good to see. Yeah. Um, it was just it was so, the the contrast between that event, which was wholesome and, and fun, and the the uh, bloody <laughs> scary bloody Mary walk, which was also it, it, relatively wholesome, borderline wholesome. <laughs> yeah, but. The costumes, you know, they, on both ends were fantastic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it, if only we had a video of the Scary Bloody Mary thing we could show, it would be great. <laughs> if only. <laughs> so, am it's I, getting I, delivered I, on uh, Wednesday. 
do I have to go back to Terry and ask him for another cut of the music? No, no, no. I've got it's all saved. It? No, no, no. My uh, so the station MacBook um, Apple pushed out a really big update on Wednesday or Thursday, and I hadn't updated in a while because I was afraid to. Clearly, for good reason. Um, <laughs> so, uh, David, uh, our uh, assistant director and tech guy, said, "Ah, we better do it." And a lot of my apps, like we, you know, just eventually, Apple loves this forced obsolescence thing where they just, uh, you know, and then actually the support, yeah, gotta make money. Well, I suppose <laughs> the 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 station Mac is basically on its last year of of true Apple support. They support up to like 2017, and that's when this thing is from. So that's fine. Uh, push the uh, push the big update. It was Monterey. They called. They always have these big uh, like sounds like John yep. Wayne movies. Big Sir Monterey, <laughs> Big Jake, <laughs> Rooster Cogburn. I love Big Jake. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> the shootists. <laughs> um, so. So, um, yeah, I started putting Big Jake in and um, it completely collapsed. And it, it said about a minute left of the update for a little over 26 hours. So I was assuming there might be a problem. And uh, it's just buffering a little. <laughs> so, so yeah we had to rebuild and wipe the drive clean i did i did lose some stuff but everything is obviously on the cloud and we're fine it's on some barge off of you know monterey bay montego bay wherever yeah. wherever it is some president jimmy buffett song <laughs> president scarecrow as my friend pt calls him just about to fix that he's going to tamp down on that, on that problem scarecrow oh boy <laughs> If you only had a, <laughs> I'm glad we respect the office <laughs> you know, between Darth Orange and President Scarecrow. We're doing really Darth good, aren't Orange. we? <laughs> Such respect we have for that. Uh, you know, who wants oh. that job anymore? You know, oh, I saw you go. They call you Leroy Tie Dye or something. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> Leroy Tie Dye. I mean, you know, that's the worst job. You're better off just being like, you know, work for like uh, waste management or something, you know, right? What back are you talking? You got good benefits. You got, you got, I guess, secret, secret service for life. They go, oh, yeah, that's the, fun. They can get the dispensary for you and get you, you they show up in the toilet the like Agent 14 on Get Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, are you going to be get using this receptacle? <laughs> get Smart. <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> My favorite line for that show. I have to say, this line is uh, he uh, Siegfried <laughs> hits the chief over the head when he's talking to Maggie. He has him kidnapped. And he says, Max says, Chief, Chief, are you still there? And Siegfried says, Your chief has been silenced by a pistol butt. And uh, Max says, Couldn't you just shush to me? He says, We don't shush here. <laughs> the greatest show <laughs> besides Hogan's Heroes. Do you, do you have that on Blu ray? I have, they, they've me. never put it out on Blu-ray. I have three out of the five seasons on DVD. However, <laughs> <laughs> two of them are a little uh, price restrictive right now. I can't get my hands on them. Of course, season four. Uh, no, seasons three and four. Season three is currently marked at about fifty dollars, and season four is about sixty dollars. So. But I'm ready to take the plunge. <laughs> Maybe we should do a fundraiser here so I can get the remainder of the Good Smart series on my shelves. <laughs> Good stuff. Can I, can I borrow season one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You're, you are selfish. For those You're... of you, just with my movies, everything else, I'm a very giving person. Oh, you are not. <laughs> I'd give you a hot chocolate bomb. <laughs> No, you wouldn't. Seven dollars and it's yours. You give me I have some, to borrow seven dollars and I'll give you a hot you'd, give, you'd give me some hot water. You wouldn't get uh, <laughs> That's the, the battle. <laughs> Here you go. You do the all rest. You, you, all you have to do is supply one ingredient. That's right. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who are joining us here on the new show, uh, you should know that still to this day, held in captivity, is my DVD copy of a fine, fine film called Zodiac. <laughs> I gave that back to you. 
<laughs> you were moving that day. I put it in a box for you. <laughs> I also gave you the biographies of Robert De Niro and um, <laughs> John D. Rockefeller. And I asked you, where, I asked you since you were going to the library anyway, I said, can you just drop these off for me? And evidently you have, because I got a death notice from the, a death threat from the library. <laughs> Triple secret probation. Oh. <laughs> surprised well, every, every time I walk in through there, I'm surprised the alarms don't go off. We'll get <laughs> Officer Bookman on you. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, funny boy. <laughs> I take this stuff very seriously. <laughs> All right. So, so what do we have cooking for the rest of the week? I didn't rest of the week. That, that outline that you that we're going to send last night. Yeah. Yeah, I have to uh, reference that again sometimes. Yes. <laughs> no, we've got uh, well, obviously Lisa Curtis on uh, Thursday. I got to check uh, back with uh, our own Bob and Marsha Smith, uh, hosts of the Off Ramp. Uh, they're our trivia masters, and they will bring they will bring the trivia on Thursday as well. I think they want to do Thursday, and I believe Doctor Kelly wants to stop by on Thursday. So what there won't the be hell? much of us on Thursday. I know for some reason Thursday's top loaded. Well. That's okay. Maybe we can ask Lisa if she'll move to Wednesday so we can scoop the papers the day before the stuff. That'd be great. Well, yeah, if she can do that, certainly. That'll that'll help increase our ratings uh, sevenfold. (laughs) (laughs) She have a big. Does she have a big family? Does she? (laughs) (laughs) Aunts, uncles. (laughs) Love tune in. Works very well. So yeah. Um, Beyond that. yeah, not much else, I guess, for the week. We just got to see if we can do a week. Then if we can do a week, then we can do a month. What do you <laughs> get it together? We got a whole list. Of... What about Doc? I thought he was going to be here for these. He no? might be outside pounding on the door. I don't know. I got I got in pretty early. <laughs> that that in itself is a triumph. In, well, in a way. it's not in, that in tough. I got to get kids to school. You know, I've got uh, one in Port and one at CHS, and you know, so it all works out. Boy. You do a lot. You cover the waterfront, man. You do a lot of road tripping. <laughs> I do. Well, for yeah. those kids, I do. I do. Anyone here in Seabrook besides the high schooler? Nope. Just nope. Uh, just Jamie. All right. Now you mentioned Dune with the box office, but what's yeah. the review? Thumbs up. We only got four minutes. <laughs> you're really only giving minutes. me four minutes to review. Well, you're it's your massive- fault. <laughs> uh, Dune. I went uh, last Sunday. Yeah, sorry, the Sunday prior. Was, was that um, the opening? Was that the opening day? Was no. the opening weekend certainly? Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, was it, we went was it crowded? To, um, actually, it wasn't middling. I guess about the fifty people. They don't sell. They sell tickets. You know, again, trying to keep things in uh, COVID perspective. Um, so it, it's they don't. I think intentionally avoid a full house, a packed house. But um, we went to the Marcus Ultra Screen. I don't know if you've seen anything there. Um, that is an amazing theater. Is that the, the one with the lounge chairs? They're all lounge now. How long I has mean, it been since you've been with, told? With lazy boy things? They're all lazy boys. Every, every, every theater of theirs has really? that. But the size what? of the screen, this is like a hair away from IMAX. It's a massive screen. It's their, their premium screen. And they charge a premium price, I discovered. Uh, but uh, um, so I brought uh, uh, Jamie in. I thought Zach should go because he, you know, it's one of the experiences where like he'll yell at me later and say, why didn't you take me to do when I was a kid? Because, you know, people will talk about him, like, oh, you should see the theater. And he'll be like, why didn't you? Know? So I didn't. I basically it's plausible deniability. I had to take him so he wouldn't yell at me later in life. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I asked you. And there we go. Uh, and uh, the movie was extremely well done. It was uh, a science fiction epic. And that's what you want. It was big. I mean, there's one of those movies where everything just like the scope of everything, like the ships and the architecture it was it's uh it's best watched on a big screen i'd imagine um you can watch it on hbo max at home but you know unless you have the ultra screen in your you know basement or something well so, it's yeah. two and a half hours it feel like it? no it goes fast uh they have a lot of story to cram in it was sort of like only, me reading the news today cramming in a lot of story only so last. only geeks were there was there no, there's actually normal. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there were a lot of teenage girls because there's this guy named uh, Timothy Chalamet that everyone all these girls seem to like. He's sort of the scrawny, brooding, <laughs> circles under the eyes uh, emo kid, and that's what the ladies like nowadays. Which is a shame because that's what I was. <laughs> you know, I was a scrawny. Where were you forty years kid. ago? I know. I'm just, it's really depressing. Missed my time, but um, I call them Chalamites. 
<laughs> they're such fans of his and you know he doffed his shirt at one point and i did hear a little <sighs> go through the go oh. through the audience so oh, yeah it's, uh, it's funny because the original dune movie from 84 had sting sting played a, a role of a villain and it, and again in 84 the girls were all over him so all of these you know girls who are into the current hot number are forced to sit through this like really dense complex <laughs> geeky movie to see I think, you, guy. I think I think you used the the keyword there dense <laughs> well, yeah, well, could be, could be, uh, but it was good. You know, I, I think it did well this weekend too. You know, I mean, every movie has a dip on the second weekend, but it's still uh, they greenlit uh, part two because when you sit down to see this movie, you're only seeing half a movie. It sits down and the, the you know the studio logo comes up and says Dune, and then it says Part One. <laughs> so, so you didn't it, feel, it, it, yeah. you didn't feel ripped off because of no. that. No, not at all. No, I've read the book, so I know it's, I know where it's what, going. <laughs> what? So, is it like Star Wars? Is it? Is it Star Wars it, pulls from this? I mean, because the book was published in '65, and so all of the nerds and geeks back then loved Dune, including one very rich one right now, George Lucas. And so, bits of Star Wars are pulled from Dune. I mean, you can see that the roots of a lot of science fiction properties that we like nowadays comes from Dune. So it's like a root movie. Well. But isn't it like heavier or more serious than like a Star Wars? I guess the tone is. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, Star Wars is like bubblegum. You know, would, uh, would you call it like a? Would you call it an action flick? It's not an action flick. There's I've bits heard. of action, but not really. No, bits. I wouldn't call it that two yeah. hours and forty minutes. Of bits of action. There are there are tense what? sequences. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, a lot of it is very um, kind of based it to in. Um, um, you know, monarch castle type, um, you know, backstabbing and, you know, intrigue and who, you know, the Duke, who's going to kill the Duke and what's with the, I mean, it's just all kinds of, you know, it's a mix of all of the stuff, all okay. the stuff that geeks love thrown into one big stew. Yeah. <laughs> one sandy <Okay>. stew. So you'd <laughs> so recommend it. I had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and uh, the most importantly, my 12 year old, who's, you know, Zach's a pretty twitchy guy. He's a video game guy. So he's, uh, I thought two hours and 40 minutes. We'll see how this goes. He loved it. He loved every minute of it. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. What, what did Jane think? She's the only oh, one she loved the level it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She loved it a lot too. She actually wants to see it again. So uh, probably for the Chalamet aspect. <laughs> what? What? Uh, Chalamet. Okay. So you'd recommend it to some, would you recommend would. it to it? Would you recommend it to a non geek? There's a question. That's where it gets dicier. Um, if you're not predisposed to this sort of thing, I actually have, I mean, I've, because you said with all the intrigue, is, all, all the intrigues and all that is, sounds like anything like Game of Thrones Game of or, Thrones, exactly. or, no, or, or soap operas. I mean, yeah. there's always plotting yeah. and backstabbing and all kinds of shit going on. I mean, this one's weird. There's a lot of weird because there's a lot of mystical stuff going on. There's a lot of like biblical things going on. There's a lot of, uh, oh, kind of um, uh, messianic things going on. Our main, main character might be some sort of messiah chosen one which again is a trope that we've seen a million times so um but then there's a lot so of sounds uh, like life of brian <laughs> he's not the messiah he's a very naughty boy um, <laughs> i love that movie so much yes it's uh you know, so it's, it takes itself very seriously. There's not a lot. Of, uh, Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself, he brings a little humor to it. But beyond that, there's not there's not a lot of yucks to be had in this thing. It's very self-serious. So, you know, um, but I don't think, again, if you're seeing the theater, certainly it's not boring because the sound mix and the way the visuals come at you. It's like you can spend a lot of the movie going, damn, that's cool. All right. Last question I have because yeah. we're running, we're actually running over. We are running over time. I knew we would. But but um can you see the movie without reading the book yes. and enjoy it? Yes. Without a doubt. Absolutely. Okay. You'll you'll there there are things that you'll be like, I don't know what in God's name was going on there. And that's okay. I mean, you don't have to that's the thing. For if it's an entertaining movie, you don't need to know everything. You know, I mean, and if you're interested enough, well, there you have your phone and you can just say what was this thing in Dune with the giant sandworm and the water and the thing with the, you know, yeah, I mean, you can just Google it and you'll get an instant, very concise answer, probably more than I would give you. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, definitely on definitely on the concise part for sure. <laughs> you want you want rambling Dune like answers. Stop over at Hanover like Avenue. I'm at the front desk. God, <laughs> part of the you're only, you're only here for nine hours today. Get, get him early because <laughs> once, <laughs> yeah. once, once he starts telling one of his tales, that's it. You're strapped in. Don't come in at 749 tonight and ask me <laughs> to give you a breakdown of the uh, the water of life because I won't be won't, won't work. Man. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, well, folks, we survived our with that's one. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> no, no music. True. No video that you True. promised. <laughs> well, this is like a new studio. You know, they have to put the carpeting in. We got to get the. You know, we got. <laughs> we've got a lot. Uh, you know, the subcontractors have to come to some sort of agreement. You know, it's, this, this doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> I, we got to get Patty on this week. Speaking of Patty, we should have her and yeah. talk about jewelry trends and what's we going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. If we get Lisa, I'll see if Lisa can. Well, Lisa, if you're listening, see if you can come on Wednesday because so, because yeah. our master schedule there's effed up everything with jam and every self promoting show. I want to use this vehicle to promote their own. Absolutely. They want to come in on Thursday, so <laughs> I think it, Wednesday could make sense as a pre scoop. We'll give her a choice between Wednesday or Friday. There you go. Because Friday she could kind of yeah go, go on about what she. That's true. But, She's probably more uh, uh, at liberty to talk about things on Friday than she would be on Wednesday, whereas she can't, like, you know, break the scoop, as they say. <laughs> yeah. So cool. All right, folks, that's the daily show of the uh, Jack Henke show. And uh, we're going to be here tomorrow, too. So tell your friends, tell your enemies. Buckle up, Buttercup. Game on, everybody. Um, see you tomorrow, everybody. Good night. All. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.